Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of the parables of Jesus. And we're in Matthew 13, where there are several parables. And if you're just joining us, go back a few episodes and uh, start at the beginning. We haven't been going that long. You'll be able to catch up pretty quick because it's important to see the context and what the point and purpose is and what Jesus is trying to say. <laughs> so now we're in Matthew 13, verse 44, and there's three parables that he gives here uh, in a row that are real, real quick, actually four. And so we may be able to cover them all here today. I'm not sure. But there are just these thoughts that Jesus continues to speak. According to Matthew, he's speaking to this same group. He had just told them that the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father and explained the uh, parable of the weeds. Remember, the disciples had said, hey, explain to us the parable of the tares of the field. So he just explained that to them, and he continues on speaking. In verse 44 of Matthew 13, Jesus says, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field, which a man found and hid again. And from joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. So he's given us some insight into the kingdom of heaven and what it is. So you have this treasure that a man finds. He stumbled across, he finds this treasure. It was hidden. Well, when he finds the hidden treasure in the field, he hides the treasure again. Well, why does he do that? Well, because if he had taken the treasure and gone off and said, hey, I found this, then the person who owned the land would have the rightful claim to that treasure. It would cause all sorts of trouble. So what he did was he placed the treasure back where it was, and he goes and he sells all that he has, and he buys that field, thereby gaining the treasure which he knows is in that field. So what's Jesus saying? <coughs> He's telling us, hey, the kingdom of God is like this. It is a treasure of such value that you need to attain it. If it requires selling all that you have, then go out and do that. Let go of everything that you have to attain this great treasure, okay, the kingdom of heaven. Well, verse 45, he says, again, the kingdom of heaven. So Jesus actually uses that term again. He does it here and he does it at the beginning of the next parable in a couple of verses. So the idea being that these parables are in sequence and building upon each other and helping to explain one another and the concept that Jesus is seeking to communicate. So he says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking fine pearls. And upon finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. So we see the same principle and the same idea of the, of the treasure that was hidden in the field. But even more so now, it's more direct. Because he's saying this, hey, you got a merchant, you got a guy who deals with this type of stuff. This is his business. He finds pearls, great pearls, and he sells them. That's great. But he finds this one pearl. And this one pearl is of such great value that he goes and sells everything else he has to buy this one. Such is the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is such a treasure. The kingdom of heaven is such great value that nothing that we have in the past or currently compares to it. And if any of these things keep us, keep us 
from uh, attaining, keep us from stepping into the kingdom of heaven, we need to sell them and release ourselves of it. There's a thing that happens here within the material realm, but the bigger picture is that within the spirit realm. Okay? Now, the last one, verse 47, or another one, I shouldn't say the last one. Verse 47, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet cast into the sea and gathering fish of every kind. And when it was filled, they drew it on the beach. And they sat down and gathered the good fish in the containers, but the bad they threw away. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come forth and take out the wicked from among the righteous and will throw them into the furnace of fire in that place. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Jesus had already said that just a few moments before in helping to explain uh, the question the disciples had about the interpretation of the terror parable. What did that mean? He said the same thing, that there would be reapers that would come forth. There would be angels that would come forth, and they're going to take out the wicked from among the righteous. So that tells us that the wicked will be among the righteous. Okay, The righteous, the, the righteous will be the righteous, but there will be those who will seek to be righteous, who will seek to look righteous, but they're actually wicked. And what's going to happen to them? The same thing he'd said previously. They're going to be thrown in the furnace of fire. He says there's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth in that place. In what place? In the furnace of fire, in the place of fire. Well, if you have weeping and gnashing of teeth, that tells you something. What does it tell you? Well, it shows you the emotions. It shows you what they're experiencing. Folks, it shows you they're alive. It shows you they still exist. A lot of times people think that uh, the, the lake of fire, the furnace of fire, <coughs> that this will be a point of annihilation here that people will be annihilated and will not live for all eternity in this stage of weeping and gnashing of teeth. But that's not what the Scripture says. You can pay a little attention right here. You see, whoa, they're still alive. Now, verse 51, after sharing all this, after explaining all this, really in answering the question that they'd asked, Jesus says this, Have you understood all these things? And they said to him, Yes. You know, I think it's a lot like us. If I were to ask you, do you understand all this? We would say, uh, yes, I understand. <laughs> I understand what I understand right now. But I do know that there's so much more to everything that I think I understand. My understanding now is not saying that I have complete, absolute uh, insight to every element of everything. As a matter of fact, the more you understand the harsh reality is the more you realize you don't know the total truths, right? So Jesus asking that. They said, yeah, we understand. Now watch what Jesus says, the last verse for today, verse 52 of Matthew 13. And Jesus said to them, Therefore, every scribe who has become a disciple of the kingdom of heaven is like a head of a household who brings out his treasure things new and old. That's a little interesting, isn't it? He's talking about the scribes, every scribe, everyone who writes down things, but particularly the scribes within the, the religious leadership kind of things. So what's Jesus saying here? Again, probably a multitude of things. But he's actually saying that if a scribe comes out and he becomes a disciple of the kingdom of heaven, he's a believer, he's a follower of the kingdom of heaven, he's like the head of the household. He said, you're, you're leading here in this thing. And you're bringing out the treasure, and you're bringing out the treasure of new things and old things. The old things, the things that the scribe would know from the Old Covenant, from the Old Testament. 
the new things, the new experience of the new covenant. You know, when John, not John, when Paul was saved, when he had his, his encounter with the Lord on the road to Damascus, he spent some time in Damascus, but then he spent three years in the Arabian desert, basically. What was he doing during those three years? Well, the scripture doesn't tell us forthright, but it gives us some major hints. <clears throat> he was having to do some serious reevaluation of the old in light of the new that he'd received. The treasures of the old, they didn't go by the wayside. No, 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 no. But what were these treasures of old in light and understanding of the treasures of the new? In light of the value of this one pearl of great value, the kingdom of God. In light of the great treasure that was hidden in the field. So much so that the guy goes out and sells everything he has to buy that field where he can have that treasure. Jesus is letting us know that everyone who becomes a disciple of the kingdom is going to be the head of the household who brings out his treasure, of his treasure, things new and things old. You know, I think there's a lot of us who have been believers for years, decades now, that are experiencing new treasures that are coming out of the old. The Lord is doing this for such a time as this to his praise and his honor and his glory to draw more and more into the kingdom of heaven. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.